Welcome to the Winging It Travel podcast with me, James Hammond. Every Monday, I'll be joined by guests to talk about their travel stories, travel tips, backpacking advice, and so much more. Right now, I'm taking the podcast on the road traveling with me. So tune in every week for short form episodes detailing all my travels alongside my Monday guest episode. Are you a backpacker, gap year student, or simply someone who loves to travel? Then this is the podcast for you, designed to inspire you to travel. There'll be stories to tell, tips to share, and experiences to inspire. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to this week's episode and we are in for another instalment of the USA road trip and we're going to cover days 76 all the way to 82 and in this one it's a lot of driving and a few rest days thrown there as well. So carrying on from last time we had a nice little rest day in Washington and then we're out seeing the sights in DC meeting another previous podcast guest. If you look into the first year of the podcast, you'll see I interviewed a couple of bloggers, Adam and Stephanie Hupka, and they live in Washington, DC, and they offered to show us around. So I met Adam first at the Commonwealth Joe coffee shop. A little note on the coffee here, sensational, independent, only one shop. They distribute the coffee out to other shops, but only one flagship store. You must get there. Very popular. Sit outside in the sun. Lovely interior. Great taste in coffee. That is a recommendation. Commonwealth Joe Coffee Shop. And this was in Arlington. Uh, you may know that because of the cemetery there. And it's very accessible by Metro. But it's great to see Adam in person, meet him in person, shake his hand, talk about the interview, talk about his life, their travels. He's now working for a travel company. A lot of stuff going on. Real great catch up and meet. And he took us off on the metro to meet Stephanie. Now we're going to go to Washington DC and check out the main sites. The first thing you'll see when you go into Washington DC or just go into Washington online and check out all the stuff, there is a heck of a lot of things to choose from. So for one day, we picked out the best sites that we could think of. And first of all, it was just a sensational day for weather. Lots of sun, clear day, nice vibe in the air. And it really was a breathtaking day. First off, we're going to tick off all these places. Now, I'm not going to do them in order. I think we all know what they are. But these are predominantly free. They're all free. And they are definitely easy to do in one day. A bit of walking involved but it's great. So we ticked off Capitol Hill, the White House, the National Mall, the Washington Monument, the Library of Congress, and a lot of the memorials that are dotted around, like the Vietnam one, the Korean War one, a lot of stuff like that. The Library of Congress, there's a caveat here, you have to book a time slot. Now, it is free, but you do have to book a time slot. So we booked for 3.45pm, and we had about three to four hours with Adam and Stephanie Check out the sites. Stephanie gave us loads of facts about Washington, D.C., the local area and stuff like that. But a really nice day of great company, great stories, and seeing some iconic things to see in USA. A place where you can spend a week in Washington and just hardly see anything. It really is a plethora of stuff to see. I did actually like the vibe. Quite like it. The metro system is very modern. Almost looks like a bunker if you go in there bit strange looking but very historic the library of congress 
is definitely worth the go. Such historic books in there. There's like videos, there's programs, there's tours. Very busy, but definitely worth going to see. We also went to see Abraham Lincoln. He's popping up there, out and about, and just really found it fascinating, all the American history. And you get to learn more about the real goings-ons, like in the early days. You hear about it roughly at school, or if you do your research, but it's great to hear and read all the artefacts that they have. So a great day of sightseeing. We said goodbye for a coffee and a photo, and it was great to meet them in person. And I don't think it'll be the last time we see those guys. I'm really looking forward to seeing them again. And then we just headed off to the Library of Congress and that was it. Full day of walking, probably got in 25,000 steps, something like that. Back to the hotel, absolutely knackered. Now, the next four days is not as exciting as the rest of the podcast series. This is a Patreon shout out to Laura from the Swamp Soup Stickers, who has contributed £5 to the podcast on my Patreon Thank you so much for your support. Really appreciate it. And it helps the podcast to keep going in the future. If you're interested, head to the show notes where you'll find a link to my patron. The website address is patreon.com forward slash Wigginet Travel Podcast. For five English pounds, you will receive some trendy stickers from myself and the post. A shout out on each episode. And also my digital travel planner by email. Thank you for your support. The next day was a rest day. Just chilled out, nothing going on. We needed the break. Great to catch up on the podcast, etc. Watch a bit of TV, bit of luxury in the hotel room. But then days 78, 79 and 80 was three days of driving. Eight hour driving days. It takes 24 hours driving, getting from Washington DC all the way to Mount Rushmore. And that was our plan. We didn't really want to see anything in between. We wanted to get a move on for the road trip. But we committed to spending basically three days on the road. Not much to say in these three days. If you pop to Google now, you'll see Washington, D.C. to South Dakota. It's a bit of a journey. You go through a heck of a lot of states. We drove through Maryland, West Virginia, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Missouri, Iowa, before landing in South Dakota. And what these three days really entailed was getting up early on the road. Quiet roads here, not many trucks on these roads. Go to a rest stop, have breakfast, drive, have lunch, drive, maybe get a coffee or at least make a coffee and then get to a rest stop in the evening. These rest stops are normally truck stops, so they can be pretty cool for facilities, toilets, showers, um, 24-hour garage, stuff like that, petrol, of course, as well. So, yeah, we drove three days straight and we thought, you know what, we barely need a rest after that. So we got to day 81. It's going to be a fairly short podcast, this one. And we're driving through a unique but also unexpected highlight of the trip. We went to the Badlands National Park. It's like Mars-level scenery there. So we got to Ben Rifle Visitor Centre. But before that, you can just stop off doing all these trails. And we just walked off doing these different types of trails. If you go into Google, pop in Badlands National Park... There is like a, a route you can drive through. It's like a viewpoint route. There's loads of viewpoints on the road, outside the road, loads of trails off the road. You can spend all day here. So we spent about half a day, done the Badlands Loop Road. And I've never really seen much like it. Red rocks, um, weird formations of rocks, 
the view as far as the eye can see. If you start at the Ben Rifle Visitor Centre and go to effectively Wall, which I'll come to in a minute, the town of Wall, you are going to see some sensational views because you go from the top all the way to the bottom. And it really was just breathtaking, I must admit. But we've done a lot of walking, uh, unexpected walking. The trails are quite easy, they're boardwalks. Uh, very accessible if you're disabled as well and it just was an unexpected pleasure I didn't really think we planned it we just saw it for gather it go there see what happens yeah so you know trails like the door trail was a boardwalk stuff like that uh, the pinnacles viewpoint was a highlight because not only was it great views we also saw some bison so that's pretty decent and then we drove all the way through probably half a day stopping off lots of stopping off here and there and we got to the village of Wool. Now, Wool was recommended to us by Adam. Uh, in case I'm not saying it, that clearly is W-A-L-L. And the reason you should stop here is because it's that old, classic, Western-style town. Like the wooden doors, think Spaghetti Western, Clint Eastwood, Good, Bad, Luggy, those sort of films, pushing them through, lots of saloons, salons, all that sort of stuff. Just obviously built for tourism now, but it kept a bit of the heritage. And if you go to Wool... They forever advertise it on the road all the way there about this wool shop that you can go to. And it's huge. There's like pharmacy in there. There's like clothes, stores, a huge food court. And you can park for free outside of it. So you can drive to wool, go to the store. We had lunch there. Um, we timed it fairly badly because we got stuck behind a huge tour group, maybe 30 people, old people. But then we started chatting to the tour guide. He was really cool. He's like, oh, where are you driving from? So I drove from Vancouver across and back. You couldn't believe our road trip. Then he started telling us places to go and see, uh, places to avoid. And just said, oh, he's been to England. He's worked there. He loves it. Knows his football. Just a really nice guy. And he said, don't worry about this tour group. They'll get their order through and you'll be able to order. I must say, when you go to order food at the food court there, it does go pretty quickly because they take your order, give you a thing to wait for, like the little buzzer, and then you just... Obviously, wait for your number. Quick service, awesome food, had a huge tuna sandwich and chips. Brilliant, loved it. So that was a recommendation by Adam, and you should just park there and walk through the town. It's pretty, pretty iconic. From there, we drove to Mount Rushmore National Park. Um, not too far from here. We're in South Dakota now, so it's not that far. It is technically free, but when you go through the gates, you do have to park ten dollars so even though you have the like national park pass yeah you're getting for free but you have to pay ten dollars to park oh, the annoying thing is and i don't know if people have seen this or have realized this you go to the, the, the monument so first of all the monument brilliant uh you know iconic you see the four presidents up there technically not finished they ran out of money but very it's actually one of the highlights actually i really want to see that i don't know why you kind of see it on tv loved it Lots of people there, lots of flags. You can, you can read about each state and when they came into the States Union and it's very like historic, important to Americans. And you can get great views there. As you walk down, you sort of walk between the flags of each state and you can see in the distance and you sort of approach and there's like a little amphitheater down there as well. And don't worry, you'll get great views there. So love that bit. Well worth doing, as I said, free. But the $10 parking fiasco is you pay $10, you get the ticket, you get in your car, you drive out, there's no barrier, you just drive straight back. So technically no one's checking. A little bit annoying. Maybe it was late in the day, it was near 5pm. Maybe at that point in the day they don't care. 
So I'm not sure if that's a little recommendation for you. You can risk it or not. What I'd say to do is go through, park your car up, do your Mount Rushmore trip, come back, see if the barrier is open, and then if they are, just drive out. If they're not, go to the machine and pay it. No big deal, but little recommendation there for you. But iconic views, loved it. Famous mountain presence and all that. It is a recommendation if you're in South Dakota, but I appreciate it's a weird place to go because right bang in the middle of America, small town America, Republican America, it's interesting. And then we stayed at Kemp's Campground, which is near the town of Keystone. That's about a 10 minute drive from Mount Rushmore. And we decided two nights at this campground because we needed another rest day. Three days of constant driving is tiring. And in the van where well, it's not that big and we're staying at rest stops, there's not really anywhere to hang out. So we decided to stay two nights and this is about $20 a night. We're surrounded by deer. The deer were hanging out beside us in the camp, camp van. And yeah, chill time, great weather, sat in the sun, and a really nice lady who runs it. And there's loads of campsites, they're all electric as well. Uh, the only slight concern there was the wasps, starting to annoy me, but sort of go over that, have showers, toilets, all that. And the next day, day 82, was a, just a, a normal rest day. We hung out in the campsite, done some stuff for the podcast, and just didn't really want to drive much at all. So that sums up this week's episode. A short one because we're kind of just driving across now. We're itching to get to Yellowstone, which is the next podcast episode. I might do a special one on that on YouTube if you want to check out that. Um, but audio, yeah, we'll be going to Yellowstone and then making our way to Oregon and to the West Coast in Northern California. So we're getting through it and we're still loving it at this point. Weather's still good. It's not too cold yet, um, but it's not too hot either, which is key. And we're just ticking off one iconic thing after another. But the next podcast episode is Yellowstone. I promise you it's worth listening to and watching if you go on YouTube because we got embroiled in a lot of different type of weathers there, including snow. So I'll leave that there as a little cliffhanger for you. Thanks for tuning in. As always, please rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to the podcasts. And I'll catch you at the next episode. Thank you. Hey, yeah. Just a quick one. I just want to say there are many ways to support this podcast. You can buy me a coffee and help support the podcast with $5. Or you can go to my merch store with the affiliate link with TeePublic, where there's plenty of merch available to buy, such as t-shirts, jumpers, hoodies, and also some children's clothing. Thirdly, which is free, you can also rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, or Good Pods. Also, you can find me on social media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Simply just search for Winging It Travel Podcast and you'll find me displaying all my social media content for traveling, podcast and other stuff. Thank you.